You're listening to a Q&A mini-sode for the Mastering Media Podcast, where DIY creators learn new insights, tactics, and strategies to build their audience, revenue, and brand. This podcast is brought to you by Home Talk, the world's largest DIY community, where we help creators reach new audiences. And now, here's our Q&A session. You were so incredible and awesome and like, we so appreciate you. All right. So now will you stick around just for a sec and answer any questions that people might have? Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have any um, questions on organizing or Trello boards or um, ways to really maximize your day? Does anybody have any questions? If you do, just type them in the comments and um, Kristen will be sure and answer them. So I actually, while we're waiting on um, some other people to ask questions, I actually have a question. What do you do for Pinterest? So like, how do you save time on Pinterest? Yeah, so I actually, um, I use Tailwind to make sure I have all that set up. And then I also use a, a program now, which I'm considering getting rid of only because I want to use some of my funds in other places, but I use co-schedule. And the reason I like co-schedule is because it's attached to my WordPress blog. So like I actually schedule to LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Pinterest all, and you can even do Instagram too, but I don't do that um, from there, but it's a, it's like a little box kind of where your Yoast SEO stuff is at the bottom. There's a separate box for co-schedule and you type in the description you want, what picture you want to use. And when you hit schedule, it'll post at the most opportune time to all of those platforms I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to. And it does for Pinterest too. Is co-schedule similar to Hootsuite? Is it the similar? I think so. Yeah. The reason I liked when I was back when it's been years now, I've been using that. But the reason I liked it, I think was because it hooks to your WordPress. Like it's an actual plugin that's on there, easy to use. So it's one of those things you can't forget about it because it's just, you're going down the list of, all right, entering your keyword, entering this. And then it's like the co-schedule section, you know, go ahead and type in your socials. So at least I know it's getting out somewhere. <laughs> if yeah. I... Now it's interesting. Laura says, Hey, national pizza party day is May 20th. Great day to share pizza content because yeah, who doesn't love pizza? I think that was such a gold tip that you shared with us about how to go and research kind of unusual national holidays and make a thing about them. So I will speak into this just for a second. I was actually pulling up my content to see what was popular. And I had this dessert that I did. Oh gosh, like, I mean, hello, like 2014, I'm looking at you. Okay. <laughs> and I, it's all it is. Cause y'all know if y'all are listening here, you know, I'm not a cook at all. So it's, you take a Mason jar, brace yourself. I can give you the entire recipe here. You take a Mason jar, you put a layer of blueberries, you put some whipped cream, you put a layer of strawberries, you put some whipped cream, you put another layer of um, uh, blueberries and then top it off with whipped cream. And I called it 4th of July dessert because it was patriotic. Well, I did that back in 2014 before I knew about SEO or anything. And it is still going strong, I think because of that title. So sometimes taking a holiday or a title that people might be searching for, and then using that in the title of your blog post is SEO gold. I think there's a lot of gold in that. Totally. Um, okay. So one last question I have, and y'all, if y'all have any questions, just let me know, but I had an actual question. Um, oh, 
Laura says her Kentucky Derby activities for kids is killing it. Let's go. The Derby. Oh, hello, Laura. I'm from, well, not from Kentucky, but I live in Kentucky a very long time. I could actually sing you the Kentucky state song if you would like, if you want to DM me later and I can. <laughs> <laughs> my old Kentucky home. I love it. Um, I love the Derby. And the best, what is it? The best two minutes in sports. Isn't that what they say? Um, okay. So I had a quick question. Um, about Meta Business Suite. What mm -hmm. is your take on, do you use it? Do you, I was doing, the reason why I'm asking is I was doing research on it this week. Do you use it right now? So actually we, um, my friend and I, who uh, we work together on the LTK stuff, um, we were having trouble. So I have a Facebook group that has, it's for home decor finds and she schedules a lot of stuff for me and we couldn't see it if it was just through the group. And so we're looking into using the meta business suite because it's, oh my gosh, it, I was kind of perusing. It's the first time I ever looked, they've updated it since the last time I looked. And recently I was looking, I'm like, this is pretty nice. And it gives hashtag um, suggestions. I don't know if it always did that or what, but that I was like, whoa, that's impressive because that's why I used Tailwind for Instagram for such a long time. And now I'm like, well, I don't think I need that anymore because I'm not like, you can't, Instagram doesn't let you schedule reels. So it's like, I'm doing more of that. So do I really need, you know, the, the other thing, but I just, I'm, we're going to probably, um, we're meeting in, I think like next week and we're going to focus in on that and kind of use meta business suite and see kind of how many layers of planning we could do, um, for free, because that's what I like about it. It is, it is that it's a little gold. So if y'all have not checked out Meta Business Suite, now you're thinking, well, it's confusing because you think it's Creator Studio from Facebook and it's not. It's its right. own situation and it combines, for those of you guys who aren't familiar with it, it you can actually schedule your Instagram stories mm -hmm. through Meta Business Suite, but in sad news, so it's like, on the one hand, Facebook gives and then Facebook takes away. So on the one hand, you can actually schedule your stories the challenge is now I haven't scheduled a story in about a week. So maybe it's been updated. I don't know. But when you schedule your stories, it's like the swipe up is still there. Okay. So nobody's using the swipe up anymore on Instagram. Everyone's using the tap. So I scheduled a couple stories and I, I, and I had to like, I was like, swipe up. Like, I'm like, <laughs> hello, down below, do this, you know? So it, you, which just scheduling Instagram stories to me would be gold. So you can do it. So if you have um, something where you don't need to swipe up, you could easily schedule all your stories. And the other thing is if you don't have 10,000 page views, um, that swipe up, it's still like the old rules where you have this like swipe up with 10,000 page views. So it, it, that part of it's not good, but you can actually schedule stories. You can also to respond to both Instagram and Facebook at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, but you, it's a little confusing at first until you get used to it. You have to kind of look over there and see which of the icons is that a Facebook icon? Is it an Instagram? And also too randomly. And I think this is kind of the gold of it is people are responding to your Facebook stories on over on Facebook and you never, or at least I don't ever see the response. I see comments and I see um, where they leave you a message, but I didn't know people were responding. So this one poor sweet lady, I actually, once I started using the meta business suite, it was like all these comments from her on, but they were on my stories on Facebook, which I didn't even know people could comment over there. So 
And the analytics on it are absolutely gold. Mm-hmm. You, if you do any ad buys across Facebook and Instagram, it lumps them all together and um, just puts them in one thing. So you can kind of track that too. So there's a lot of gold. Neil Patel um, from Uber Suggest actually has a great article that he just came out. So you guys might want to check out that article. It's, it's a really, really good one. So, um, okay. So let's just, uh, we have a question here. Any advice to create reels to reach a wider audience? And then this is a little off topic, but I definitely think a good question, a great question, Miriam. Thank you. Yeah. So I actually just, um, I didn't have reels forever and turns out I actually had to sign out of my app and sign back in. And I swear I had done that a few times and it didn't work, but I finally had them. So I'm Kristen, Kristen, wait, wait, my best tip. And y'all are, this is like, hello, 101. When you update your app and you sign out and sign back in, turn your phone off, turn your phone off. It's like it resets everything. And then sometimes stuff will appear. So just, she's right. Update the app, sign in and out of the app, then turn your phone on and off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know it's ridiculous. And so I was like missing out on the whole you know, real adventure that was happening. And so now I'm like, okay, no time like the present. I have it. Let's go. So the tip that I found, so my sister was big into it for a while. So she was teaching me some stuff and she's like eight years younger than me. So it was very, very helpful, (laughs) but, but she, um, you can, if you go to your real feed, you're looking for that little arrow that is on an angle that's pointing up and you're looking for reels that only have between a thousand and 5,000, um, videos made. And that means it's trending. And so you can use that audio. So in like the, the Trello board, the video production, I'll save those audios that are in between. And I actually mark them with, um, before the trend. So I'll, I'll mark it at green. So anything that any audio I save that's before the trend, I will prioritize that audio in my real creation first. And I have, I think the analytics just said that I had reached like 400% of my audience, like some ridiculous number, like that I'm reaching more people just from looking at trend and it's trending audio that fits me, obviously. Like I'm not just doing all kinds of weirdo stuff, but like, it's just what that little arrow, that angle arrow means is that it's, it's not quite there yet, but people are starting to pick up on it. And then the other side of that is if you are over on TikTok, if it's popular on TikTok and it's not popular on Instagram, it will be soon. And no, so tell us again where that is. Cause I don't really understand what you're, can you walk, where's the little arrow? I don't understand. Yeah. So when, um, when you're looking at the audio scrolling underneath, like, so, so when you're looking at someone's reel on the real page, not like on the feed page, okay, on the real page, on the real so page. That's yeah. I'm missing. Okay, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And then they like the audio scrolls and whether it says like original audio or whatever the case may be there, if there is a, like a 45 degree arrow on the left side of that thing, it's meaning that it's trending. And so it's, you can click on that audio and see how many people have made videos on that. And if it's between a, a thousand and five thousand, then that's a really good audio to jump on board with and try to make it fit like your niche. And the idea is probably, you know, you want to make sure that you're attracting the right people too. Like you don't want a bunch of like a funny video that doesn't have anything to do with your business. And then now all of a sudden you got all these weirdos <laughs> that don't care about. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And also too, you know, if y'all have not drunk, jumped on the real train, they're actually paying people for reels now and it's, it can be lucrative. So 
um, because reels, sometimes they just catch on. And like Kristen said, 400% of your audience. So it's not that you have to have this huge platform on Instagram. Sometimes a reel will go viral and you can monetize that. So um, if you have monetization of reels, it will appear in the very top when you sign into Instagram, it'll be up there in the top of the little blue button. And it'll say, do you want to monetize your reels? And you just click on that. So that's a great tip on reels. Okay. One last question. Kim is asking, she said, she just looked at your site and she's saying, do you need Trello to use your spreadsheet? Yeah, no need for Trello. So actually, if you on the website, if you go down to product description, so I have I used to sell everything individually, and then I decided the bundles is a better idea. So the actual spreadsheet is just a Google spreadsheet. So I have it with my master planning board in the quick start bundle. But in the very like, if you scroll all the way down to um, all product descriptions, where I actually explain everything under the content creation organizer, that's the Google spreadsheet, it'll say click here to purchase, you can buy it just by itself. And it's, it does have the um, SEO planning. So it has the blog post writing template. It has actually included a launch calendar, which is really nothing fancy. It's just um, like a year plan where you could highlight, like it's kind of a small calendar, almost like one of those calendars you put on your fridge. And what I do is I put like um, different colors for when I'm on vacation, different colors for um, when there's a holiday coming up so I can block off my time and kind of look at the year in a big glance. That's like the first tab. And then the second tab is the blog editorial content. The next one is the social editorial. And then there's that blog post writing template that, um, that I used to do the SEO planning. So yes, you can buy it by itself. No, you don't need Trello. Um, but my system is what those bundles are is kind of different things that I would recommend. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't know what to buy when I go on here. And so I made it so that it's like, okay, this would be, if you want a quick start, this would be, if you're a blogger and this is, if you want to focus on the influencer. Okay. Well, Kristen, and if y'all have any questions about organizing or any questions about her content or, or how she organizes content or using her Trello boards or any of the products that she um, has, y'all go ahead and just um, DM her um, on Instagram, or you can also email her. I believe it's my your home at gmail.com. Is that right? Yeah, Kristen? that works. Mm -hmm. okay, awesome. Um, so yeah, y'all, you guys got this like, seriously, I just want to close with a word of encouragement because we have talked through through so many things here today. I mean, we gave 11 tips and then we went into Meta Business Suite and then we're talking um, co-schedule and Hootsuite and Kristen's Trello boards and like all of these ideas. At the end of the day, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So y'all just pick one area, whether it's your editorial calendar, whether it is your blog posting, whether it is your social media, just pick one organize, whether it's your task list for your blog, give yourself one task this week and commit to doing that organizing task. And that is the, the first step to truly don't try to do it all in, in a week or in a day, you're going to get overwhelmed. And then all of this organizational talk will be for naught. but truly you guys got this because guess what? You are incredible. You are amazing. Now go take on the day and have a day as amazing as you are. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Home Talk, the world's largest DIY community, where we help creators reach new audiences. For more information on our programs for content creators, please visit our website at www.bloggers.hometalk.com. 
We'll be back soon with a new episode of Mastering Media. Have a great day and happy home talking.